Good morning, good morning. Here with the stank breath in the morning medicine. It's your boy Clue the motherfucking Don for another Talk Your Shit Tuesdays. Let's go. Alright, so let's go ahead and get into this. Today I'm going to be talking about the Tyler the Creator album. His recent album, Call Me If You Get Lost. Uh, this album was definitely uh, long awaited. Um, you know, I feel like anything that comes out from Tyler the Creator, we're always very interested in it we're always very hyped for we're very ready to hear it so here are my thoughts um i gave a um i gave the album um a few extra days to kind of sit and resonate with me before i decided to go through a review reason is um i wasn't uh I wasn't I was I wanted to make sure that I had like I really I really had a good listen of it you know I wanted to make sure I really had a good listen and also what I did is um really pretty much any time that I was in the car I was pretty much playing this album like for the last I'll say two weeks I've been blasting this album pretty much on a consistent basis and I've also been going back to some of the older older Tyler the Creator albums like Cherry Bomb uh Goblin um shit like that Igor to go see you know pretty much you know how this album fared up to the rest of those albums because respectfully i did the same thing with j cole um you know so i wanted to give it a fair review so anyways here i go with this shit um so you know i start off with the intros you know respectively respectively um i start off with the intros so the intros um so this intro right here uh for this album i really i liked it I liked it because, as y'all know, I like when intro set the tone for the album. And per the rest of the album, the intro did just that. Um, when you first listened to it, it kind of gave me like a... It kind of had me feeling like I was in like... I don't know, like somewhere off the coast of Spain. Or I think he had mentioned Geneva. Or like, you know, like somewhere where they had fancy ass chocolate and waffles and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but where it's beautiful as fuck, you know, somewhere in like, you know, Europe, you know, Europe or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. But that's the kind of the vibe. And then, of course, you know, you got DJ Drama. And DJ Drama, he just got one of those voices that it don't matter what the fuck he's saying. But when he says it, you like it. Like, he'd just be sitting there like, sitting in the car, smoking this blood. Recording my podcast, but we out here though. You know what it is? Like, you know, he just literally would like, you'll be like, hell yeah, I want to go sit in the car and smoke my, you know what I'm saying? So I really fuck with DJ Drama, and I think that that was really a smart move. Um, I feel like J. Cole did a lot of the same, you know, with having Cameron on his. Like, I feel like, you know, the intro, like I said, it sets the mood. It sets the mood, and DJ Drama was throughout the whole album. So going on through some some of my some of my, my my favorite songs from the album, um, which is I want y'all to understand it's a hard thing to do, you know what I'm saying? When you try to really objectively listen to an album that you just like and then try to take out your favorite songs, it is a hard thing to do. But my favorite songs from this album, um, and a lot of them are my favorite songs because they actually made me want to go listen to artists that I otherwise wouldn't have listened to. So I'm going to start off with Lemonhead. That's actually track three on the album. Lemonhead and it's featuring 42 Doug. I personally never would have listened to 42 Doug until I heard him spin on this verse. And I was like, okay, he different. You know, he definitely one of the new school. You know, he got that. He got that new school wave. You know, I never really I heard of him, but I ain't really paying too much attention. But now I'm like, all right, I think I'm actually go listen to that shit because, you know, there was actually there was actually spitting. It was a really dope beat. 
going next into um, my ne- next song, which um, has somewhat of the same um, the same resonance for me, is uh, "What's Your Name," which is track four. So that artist on there that I'm talking about is um, it's a Tyler Creator featuring um, Young Boy, Young Boy Never Broke Again, and um, and um, Ty Dolla Sign. So of course I fuck with Ty Dolla Sign, but uh, that YBN nigga. Eh. You know, he had his hits, you know, the shit that I hear on the radio, but I ain't, I ain't never clicked on his album. I'm not going to lie to you. But once again, he showed up and showed out on that track. And I and I appreciated him doing that because the track itself was not, you know, your typical. It wasn't your typical. Uh, it wasn't your typical track. It was um, it was a sample. I can't think of the sample that it was. I wish I would have looked that up before I started recording. But um it was a sample of an older track and it was kind of like put on like a loop and it added some added some kicks and some drums and the shit was fucking amazing and um and of course you know tyler he always has like he always adds the vocals in the background or which is which is so so dope to his sound but anyways um that track was dope that was that you know that was that you know you meet a girl you're trying to get at her you know you're trying to holler at her type shit type track um Next after that probably is um, Hot Wind Blows is a dope ass track. Um, that's his track featuring Lil Wayne, and um, that's kind of something that he's been doing. Um, I know he did it. He did it on, um, I think it was Cherry Bomb. No, not Cherry Bomb. It was. Um, hold on, don't tell me y'all. It was Flower Boy. Flower Boy was the last time he did a he did a feature with Lil Wayne. I want to say, and. Um, uh, what was the name of that song? Dropping Dropping Seeds. Seeds. Dropping Seeds, I think. Yeah, that shit right there. Oh my God. Lil Wayne, like, that's when I be excited to hear a Lil Wayne feature because I feel like Lil Wayne just be on some. He don't really. I don't know. It's like he don't be giving a fuck when he be doing other people's shit. But I feel like Tyler makes him give a fuck. And I don't really know if that is his respect for Tyler. I don't know if that is Tyler's respect for him. I know that. Tyler has mentioned that that was one of his favorite rappers, from my understanding. Um, but uh, yeah, like I don't know what it is, but he makes him fucking spit, and I appreciate that. So, anyways, going back to the fucking album, y'all know I get uh, I'll go on tangents and shit. Ah, next after that, um, I like Manifesto. Uh, Manifesto is uh featuring Domo Genesis. Domo Genesis, shout out to him. Um. I fuck with Manifesto mainly because of the like the first lines of the song. I think he said, um, what was the line? He says, That ain't your religion. You following Mammy and she following Grammy and she obeyed master. It was some shit like that. And I was like, nigga, what? And it just like, you know, that made me just it made me want to dive in more to the song. It made me want to hear everything. Um, and he was talking that shit. Like he was really talking that shit. And I think so, and and overall, like with this album. What I really wanted to say, this album for Tyler the Creator was like, I feel like when we met Tyler the Creator, he was so young. I think he was like, what, 16, 17 years old, you know, when he came out with Yonkers, you know, that, you know, when it was like my motherfucking paradox with the fucking roach crawling over his hand. You know, it was like, you know, we met Tyler at a very different age and he even said it. He was like, I was canceled before cancel was on Twitter fingers. Like people canceled tyler creator out a long time ago there was some shit that tyler dropped that i was like i don't know this nigga's a little weird but my homie uh my homie uh mckenzie uh jersey in japan i remember he was the one that really put me on tyler um he was like yo this this kid is fucking dope and this was like what like 20 maybe 2010 
2010 2011 time frame but anyways so tyler has evolved like he's evolved he's been more open he's been more he's not really never really gave a fuck but now he's really not giving a fuck because i feel like you know to an extent he did give a fuck excuse me to an extent he did give a fuck um he kind of talks about it in this album too i think he says you know everybody everybody i ever loved had to be loved in the shadow um Everybody I, everybody I ever I loved had to be loved in the shadow. Damn, I really wish I remembered that line. Because uh, the next part hit too. But pretty, you know, he does talk a lot of shit about, you know, pretty much when he wasn't open about the fact that... I don't know if he identifies as bisexual, but, you know, he fucks with women and, and women and niggas. Um, he was, you know, he wasn't open about, you know, he, he said some shit on the song. Um, but talking about that was around the time that I was trying to fuck Bieber. And I was just like, oh... You know, but at the same time, it's, it, it wasn't a surprise. Like, you know, I knew that nigga was... You know, I, 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 I didn't know if he was gay, but I knew he was something. You know, but it's also like, you know, why are you trying to label some shit? So I always, you know, that's, that's, either, that's either here nor there. And I really feel like <clears throat> that should never be a factor when you're listening to an artist and when you're listening to them for their music and for what, you know what I'm saying, and, and for, the, for, the, for the art that they're giving you. What the fuck does it matter what their sexual preference is? Um, I feel like the only time that that shit should matter is if their songs and if their if their songs and if their persona revolve solely around that shit. Um, if their if their songs and their persona revolve solely around the fact that they are in that lifestyle and you personally do not agree, understand, or 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 are a part of that lifestyle, then okay, I can understand why you wouldn't listen to them. But the motherfucker that's not doing that, don't. Why are you putting them in that you know that bubble? Like, you know what I'm saying? What the fuck they doing outside of the motherfucking stereo? Ain't got shit to do with you, right, my G? You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all niggas be weird about that shit. Like, one nigga I can't stand a motherfucker be like, I'm not I'm not homophobic, but 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 stay over there with that shit. Nigga, that's homophobia, nigga. You're scared. Stupid motherfucker. But anyway. <laughs> uh going back to Tyler. Um so yeah, this album was definitely him coming into his own. It was definitely him maturing. It was him saying what he wanted to say. And it was also him enjoying life. You know, Tyler always talks about... Well, I feel like he's always enjoyed life, right? Maybe. But I feel like he always... Like, I've always heard Tyler talk about being frugal. I've always heard Tyler talk about being physically responsible. You know, maybe not necessarily like... You know, maybe that wasn't always always what he was saying in his raps. But at least those are the shit... That's the shit that I heard. That's the shit that I paid attention to. Because it stood out. It was different. It was really different for me to hear a rapper, especially a young rapper, talking about saving money and paying taxes and shit like that. Like I think he said he pays seventeen, you know, seven figures in taxes. He, you know, you know, it sucks, but nigga, that's what the fuck you gotta do, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, I just appreciate that. I appreciate that mindset. I appreciate you know saying shit like that because it's gonna, it's gonna get to people. It's gonna reach out to people. And Tyler has a very wide range of fans you know he's you know for one he's a rapper so he has that he has that culture and then he's just a different type of rapper he's a different he's a little weird and shit which is fine weird is very underrated so he has that he has the weird black people also the weird white people the weird asian people the weird indians you know the motherfuckers that just don't fit in he has all those motherfuckers ears 
and then you know and which is automatically going to grab grab other people you know saying like he has opportunity to grab parents ears because all those weird children are listening to or requesting them that music and all of a sudden they're like well who is this motherfucker and now there's granted there's some shit that tyler says that you know i'm pretty sure my mom would listen to and be like what but at the same time there's some shit that he says where it's like it just makes sense <laughs> and speaking of mamas um i want to definitely give a shout out to him and his mother he had a really dope skit on there uh with his mother and his mother sounds so fucking about it i'm just gonna let i'm gonna tell y'all right now just go listen to this skit. his mother sounds so dope but um yeah he was just you know like you know pretty and he i think he pretty much said that like i think he said when cherry bomb dropped his mom was in a shelter or some shit and cherry bomb wasn't that long ago you know what i'm saying when you really think about it you know cherry bomb as an album um actually let me check while i'm talking shit uh cherry bomb dropped in 2018 so no 2015 the original cherry bomb dropped in 2015 either way that is still not that long ago from the time that I heard about Tyler the Creator up until the time that he is saying that you know he was he there was still pretty much some shit going on. Um, if if that's not the right album that he quoted, you know, charge it to the game. You know, y'all be alright. Y'all can correct me later. But anyways, pretty much saying that like you know he was actually in the game because the album that he said was a very relevant album. So he was in the game for a little while and was still struggling. Like he was like you know my mom was in the shelter and when I went and got her out, like when I knew I made it. And I would definitely respected that. You definitely always gotta, you know, take care of your people. You know, when you get on, make sure you know, you know, you 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 position your people to be in the best positions. Listen, I understand that I didn't say when you get on, bring your people on. That's not always the truth. That's not always a fact, and that's not always um, gonna be beneficial to you. I would say when you get on, position your people to get themselves on. Mark my words. Just saying. Um, so yeah, overall, like I said, this album, um, there are there are so many different tracks, so many other tracks um, on this album that <clears throat> I feel like hopefully people are giving it an honest listen to. Um, like I said, a lot of people had asked me, you know, was this album better than his last, or was this album as good as his last albums? Um, one second. Was this album good as his last? Um, <coughs> that's a good question. <coughs> you know, when I, when I first started recording this, I was fully prepared to say yes. I was fully prepared to say that this album is better than his last albums. I still feel like I want to say yes, but I honestly want to go back and listen to his other albums a bit more. Um... Because, like, I feel like there might have been some shit that I might have been missing that he was saying. Because the thing about Tyler, the creator, too, is that his production and his and the musicality in his music, the musicality in his music, um, <laughs> it's, it's just good listening. It's a good fucking listen. Like, you're always going to be engaged. Your ears are always going to be engaged. If you really have an ear for music, you're always going to hear something, right? So I don't want to... And I feel like he does that because, you know, he's an actual musician. And sometimes I feel like, you know, when he does that, it overshadows what the fuck he's actually saying. That might be on purpose. And that's beautiful. But I want to go back and make sure that I wasn't missing some shit. 
because now I'm really looking at because I'm now I'm really listening at to Tyler like truly and openly as a lyricist and as a musician. When I first met Tyler, I met you know I, I, I met Tyler when I was first introduced to Tyler. He was a very multifaceted, uh, talented you know cat. He was doing his own producing, his own uh, videography, his own writing, all that shit like that. He had All Future, you know they had that whole you know they have that whole thing going on started his clothing line you know he, he did a lot of crazy shit so i feel like he's like layered himself you know what i'm saying he has like i remember he dropped the cherry bomb instrumental or there was like another album that it was just all instrumentals like i feel like he has so much shit out there musically that i wanted to be sure that i'm tapping in on his lyrics as well because i don't want to over i don't want anybody not to get there you know what i'm saying not, not you know you know because if you're gonna take the time to put the shit down on the record like if you're gonna take the time to say it and also take the time to make sure that your music is on point. I owe you a true listen to listen to exactly what you're saying. I want to miss a word. I don't want to miss an ad lib. I don't want to miss a skit because all that shit. Because in a complete album, all that shit flows together, right? In a complete album, there ain't nothing that should be out of place. You know, when I was listening to, um, I think I've, I've, I've mentioned it a few different times on my podcast, but uh, Rick Ross, he has a memoir called uh, Hurricanes. If y'all haven't read it, I would definitely suggest y'all do. But um, when he's describing, he pretty much describes all his albums up until that his most recent album when that memoir dropped and how he structured them and how he went about them. And it all made sense because, like, to have a complete album, everything has to flow. You can't have anything that was there. And he was like, the albums that were just a hodgepodge of bullshit were the albums that the critics were like, they were not necessary. So it's like, you can't have unnecessary albums out in the game when you've been out for this long already. Tyler the Creator has been out for over 10 years. You can't have unnecessary CDs no more. Like your your time for unnecessary CDs within your within your first maybe two to five year mark because you have time to gain the listening, get a real good buzz, drop off the map a little bit because you done released some bullshit, build your health back up, and then come back into the game. After ten years, you know what I'm saying? Like you you it's a lot harder of a it's a it's a you know, cause the hill's always climbing up. And it's not necessarily climbing up because the skill's getting better. Cause I can't really say too much for a lot of the rappers out these days. <clears throat> bar for bar, they're not fucking with Tyler. But what I'm saying is the amount of motherfuckers that's out there, the ways that this shit is getting out here, it is so easy to get your shit out there. It is so easy to get your music heard. It's not a put on game no more. It's not yo slide my demo tape to you. No, it's like nigga, you better make your own fucking buzz. And if you still waiting to get put on, nigga, you wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with being like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know. I've been trying to holler at this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Like, you you know you know them, you know, if you have a chance, you know, maybe say something, but have your shit together already. Because I ain't going to say that. I ain't never asked motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, some shit like that. But I, but I'm already had my shit ready, I'm already had my shit ready, right? And I ain't waiting on nothing either. I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to keep it motherfucking pushing. Don't wait on shit. Go get your shit. And that's what I feel like Tyler did ever since he came into this motherfucker. Like, he came in to the game so much ahead of you know ahead of his time and i think that he definitely was a diy king he definitely showed a lot of people how to do it yourself if you don't know what diy means um because you got to go get that shit yourself ain't nobody gonna get it for you but anyways i can ramble on and on i appreciate y'all for listening i appreciate y'all tapping in tomorrow 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 july 7th i will be having an interview my first pop artist Miss Tora Wilotion. Every time I say her name, I, I feel like I'm saying it wrong. So I will get clarification on that tomorrow. We will be live on the Black Wall Music Podcast, Facebook, YouTube, 
definitely go check it out the audio will of course be available here after the fact um once i um once we're done with the interview but if you want to catch it live we'll be live tomorrow 8 p.m eastern standard time 5 p.m pacific standard time on black wall music podcast youtube and facebook you can ask any questions that you like um i will be posting her link in the description below so you can catch her music like i said she's a pop artist she was a uh, x-factor contestee uh she is a simon cow uh mentee um very talented young lady um yeah i kind of just like stumbled upon her and i'm really glad that i did i'm really glad that i did but anyways with that being said i love y'all appreciate y'all black wild music podcast clue the motherfucking don stank breath morning medicine i'm about to go wash my ass y'all have a good one And as promised, there is a slight correction to my last recording. Slight correction. Tyler Creator actually said when Yonkers dropped, his mom was in a shelter. So when Yonkers dropped, that was actually, you know, a lot earlier in the game. I want to say right in 2009, 2010, maybe even 2011 time frame. Not what I previously quoted as Cherry Bomb. Thank you for listening. This is Blackwall Music. Fuck how she thought it was.